Mike, last time we spoke, we talked about bouncy castles. So when I saw this topic in our list, I knew we needed to do it this time. Uh, we finally get into bull pits, Tra- trampolines. <laughs> what are we doing? Moon boots? Oh, we should do trampolines. But if you scroll up in the Google Doc, you- you'll see what we're talking about. Ah, yes, water slides. Water slides on this episode. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's the end of summer for a lot of us. Seems like a nice time to check in on this. Wait, isn't that the wrong time? I guess the beginning of summer would have been better. Yeah. In hindsight. That doesn't matter. This episode was never going to make people go to a water slide, right? You don't know how good this episode's going to be yet. Don't yeah. condemn it before we we'll started. See. We'll see. <laughs> As with many things in life, a water slide is really just what it sounds like, but there were lots of details to get into here. Yeah, like most water slides, right? They use a system to pump water to the top of a slide which then flows down the surface of the slide itself, right? So it goes up a structure and then will flow down. This reduces friction for riders, uh, who so then they can slide down. But they may also use inflation devices as well, like a rubber ring, to further speed things up. Most slides empty out into a pool or a long chute that slows down the rider gradually so they can exit the ride safely. There are several categories of water slides. Most of these types can be open-topped or closed, keeping riders inside a tube for much or all of the ride. This allows corners to be tighter, speeds to be higher, as riders can't be flung out of the ride if it's closed. That would be bad. Yes. <laughs> Good assessment. I'm a, I'm a water slide uh, consultant now. The most simple type is the body slide, which does not require a mat or inflatable tube as the person sits directly on the surface of the slide. This is contrasted with slides that do require something like a mat or inner tube. Those that use tubes often require more water flowing through the system to create enough depth for the tube to float freely. Inline tube slides typically seat two or three riders behind one another. This is different than a log flume ride, which we'll get to shortly foreshadowing very menacing (laughs) family rafting takes this up another notch averaging between four and six people on a large circular raft riders face inward towards each other and the rafts will twist and turn as they make their way down the ride a bowl type of water slide is where riders descend a steep drop into a round bowl this is designed to make use of centrifugal force. So the riders, they're not in a pool yet. They're circling the upper part of this bowl, slowly working their way down to the center, then into a pool or another section of the slide or tunnel. Related to this is the funnel water slide, which looks, as you probably have guessed, like a funnel but tipped onto oh. its side. Inventive naming. I know. Two or four riders are in a round tube. They're dropped into the funnel where they move back and forth across it until they exit the back of the funnel into a pool. The half pipe is another cousin of this type of water slide, but uses no enclosed sections. I assume that nobody gets thrown over the side, but Wikipedia could not speak to my concerns. <laughs> the water slide article on Wikipedia is kind of sad. This is uh, There wasn't a lot here to work with. The speed slide is designed to move riders down the slide as quickly as possible in near free fall at points. I do not want to go on one of these after looking at the photos. They're just terrifying. I haven't actually looked at this. What are they called? Speed slides? Speed slides. Speed slide images. Ooh, yeah, okay. I've actually been on one of these. Oh, no thank you. They're fun. 
Everyone loves a shear drop. <laughs> Something a little more fun is the multi-lane racer. Uh, these are actually, I think, pretty close to the speed slides because they're speedy. Sometimes you'll get like multiple of these put together. This is where between four and eight riders race down a course with several dips while riding a mat. The lanes are separated by small elevated guardrails. I did not know the design of water slides was so varied until we got into this. I never, I don't think I've actually ever been to a water park. Like It's just not something I have a lot of experience with. Well, I can also say that I'd never even considered it before. It's just water slides or water slides. But before we get into log flumes, let's talk about some world records. The world's longest water slide was a temporary installation in Waimauku, New Zealand, in February 2013. Constructed of a length of 2,130 feet, of which 1,800 feet functioned properly. <laughs> uh, get ready. <laughs> okay. Right, so just We can gloss over that part. The slide was then moved to Action Park in Vernon, New Jersey. Oh, no. No, no. Temporary installation didn't function correctly. Now it is in Action Park. If you want to learn more about why this, uh, this is so fitting and horrifying, go listen to episode one of this very show where we spoke about Action Park. Because I didn't want to leave this section's fate in the hands of Action Park, I do want to mention that Costa Rica is home to a 1,300-foot-long water slide. It seems like all of those feet function properly, so that's good. That's good. The rider sits directly on the slide with an inner tube around their upper body for safety. I do have questions about that part. <laughs> well, how safe? How safe's an inner tube? Uh, yeah, right? Like, it's not an airbag. Today's episode is brought to you by Moo, an online print and design company specializing in customizable business cards, postcards, stickers, and more for your business. You can order a free sample pack on Moo's website. It's Moo.com if you're new to them. So you can see exactly what their products look like and hold them in your hand. Then you'll be ready to order from their full suite of products, which include business cards, postcards, invitations, letterhead stickers, flyers, and so much more so you can seamlessly promote yourself and your brand and you can count on the quality of moose products they have wonderful special finishes like gold or silver foil raised spot gloss or even letterpress these are the little touches that will make you and your business card stand out and if you don't fancy designing your own business card moo recently brought out templates for them which are inspired by their most creative customers as well they have beautiful hardcover notebooks that feature a swiss binding which means every page lays flat and they are made of premium paper that is protected by a tough tactile cover i have been using moo for years for my business cards the only company that i would trust because i know i'm going to get a fantastic quality card at the end of it take yourself right now to moo.com m-o-o.com and use the code print to get 15 percent off orders of 50 dollars or more that's moo.com and the code print all one word for 15 percent off any order of 50 dollars or more our thanks to moo for their support of ungenius and relay fm Okay, let's talk about log flume rides. A flume, by the way, I'd look this up, is just a human-made channel for water. That, that's it. That's all a flume is. Ah, oh, there you go. Flume facts. A flume facts. That's what you come to Ingenious for. Another top tip in our re- regularly recurring flume facts segment. Fast flume facts with Mike and Steven. Mm-hmm. Fast flume facts and facts. We need, to, we need F names. Fred and Frankie. Fred and Frankie. Fast <laughs> flume facts with Fred and Frankie. That's good. Log flume rides are generally open, so you can see the sky and whatnot, although some modern ones do use enclosed sections and places for the same reasons water slides do. The flumes themselves are usually made of fiberglass, steel, or concrete, and much of the time the boats are designed to look like hollowed-out logs. 
A boat is loaded full of people that is then pulled up an incline by a lift before gravity goes ahead and does what gravity does, pulling the log, th- pulling the log through twists and drops designed to cover the riders in water. Some park designers have placed sidewalks or even ride exits near log flumes to ensure that passerbys also get wet. Yeah, I've been to some theme parks where they have like a splash zone. Like, oh, that's good. Indicated yeah. on, the, on the ground, which is You good. want to be warned in advance. Yeah. Log flumes are an incredibly popular attraction. The first modern examples were built in the 1960s, starting in Six Flags over Texas in 1963. A few weeks later, Cedar Point opened theirs. Within four years, Cedar Point opened a second log flume ride, and in 1968, Six Flags over Texas and Six Flags over Georgia both added second attractions. What are the flags? It's, uh, you know, Six Flags. It's like a, a, a chain of amusement parks. But why are they over the place? Because that's the place where they are. Do we need to do an episode about Six Flags? Probably. Okay. Many log flumes are themed to resemble old mills or what you could think of as like generic country living. Hey. Timber Mountain Log Ride in California is a good example. Housed almost entirely inside an artificial mountain, riders see log cabins, animatronic dogs, lumber mills, and more whilst inside the logs. Theming is important for these type of rides. <laughs> it really is. They are very themed. Yeah. Like, I've been on log flumes in the UK that are themed just like this, like an American mm-hmm. cabin, like wood cabin. It's like being where I live, basically. Yes, just like what you live in, a log yeah. cabin. <laughs> I don't live in a log cabin. <laughs> yes, you do. Disney's Splash Mountain is probably the most well-known log flume, complete with its 50-foot drop and two-person wide logs. Oh, that sounds awesome. You want to go do it? Yes. It sounds like more fun than speed slides. I don't I don't want to go on one of those. You wouldn't do it. You wouldn't like a 50-foot drop. You'd wuss out. I'm sure of it. Probably. Our thanks to Jeff for sending this in. Like I said, perfect companion to our previous topic. If you have a topic that you want us to talk about, send it in to us. You can send us an email on our website. This week, that is relay.fm slash ungenius slash 89. There's links to our topics today. There's an email link in the sidebar. Send us a note with your favorite Wikipedia topic, and it'll go on the list. Make it on the show. You can also do that on Twitter. You can find Mike there as I-M-Y-K-E, and you can follow me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. And until our next trip down the waterslide, Mike, say goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Adios.